Oh, shit. What do you need? Glass? No, I just didn't rinse this out. I know what to do. Drink hams out of it? Just gonna pour it Drink hams out of it. It's like sanitizing it. Poor Santa. Oh, my God. It's hams plus crushed by the fist of God. This might be the best thing crushed ever. By are hams. we recording right now? Yes, we are. This might be magical, folks. That tastes like shit. I was like, you look disappointed. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Well, I think you were two whenever uh, it was, we found the, the German Scheiser porn. That's not a lot of each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's yeah, what yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead face. Got <laughs> <laughs> right in front of you. Welcome back to the Judge Torium. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. We're decaying with the boys. And just so you know, we're the new host for all the classics from Neil Young. So when it comes to the month of May, you start to think about springtime. Mother's Day, flowers, bottomless mimosas with your girls while eating bacon-wrapped earthing. And Fueled by Hops and uh, Hop Farm Brewing, we're going to bring you the best beer brunch ever, Beer Fest. So kicking off on May 14th of 2022, more than 20 breweries from Pittsburgh and all over the nation are coming together to take over the amazing Hop Farm for two sessions. It's a full-blown extravaganza. Some of these breweries include Kushwa, Magic City, Old Thunder, Fourscore, and Bash Brew. Uh, and of course, I don't think you'd believe there wouldn't be food if we had beer. So Waffles and Caffeinated, Cafe Raymond, Black Forge Coffee, and Kellyo's Diner is also going to be there. And by the time you're listening to this and watching us, the tickets are already on sale. So head on over to FueledByHops.com for more info and to grab your tickets. Just make sure you tell them the boys sent you. So we are back in the Judgatorium. Winter cannot stop us. Our love is too warm. It combats the winter's might. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, you came to me, so good luck getting him. <laughs> Can I sleep here? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's why we're Fred. We have dog cots and human cots, so you are fine. And extra bedrooms. So. What the fuck are you? The Jojatorium is like an inn as well. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like the, a hostel. It's like Ellis Island over here. So I might cut your face off, but you can stay the night. I've always wanted to die. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can make that happen. Well, we're just trying to outsmart the weather because stupid Mother Nature, dumb bitch. And that damn groundhog saw shadow. Yeah. Uh, where's Bill Murray when you need him? Exactly. <laughs> so we are on the Judge Tour and we are back. We are coming back to you. Uh, thank you guys to everyone who listened to us on the last episode. Thank you to Taylor for coming out. And then we are here on our YouTube channel. So if you could like, subscribe, share us. Uh, if you, when you subscribe to us, does nothing for you, but everything for us helps us out and we can grow further. Um, tell your friends about us. Hopefully we're making you laugh. So, um, we are in round one, and as you can see in our lovely display here, we have a beer from inside the Brew Lab, inside the Jojatorium. So, Adam, tell the lovely people what we're going to be drinking. But it's round one beers. Oh, and you put them together. <laughs> Call it round one beers. Round one beers. <laughs> and we are being self-serving. We have something very special from Bash Brew that we only do once a year, and it is Crushed by the Fist of God. It is a smoked Russian Imperial Stout um, made with... Beechwood smoked malt, along with a little bit of honey, summit hops, and just pour it all into a super 11.5 ABV Imperial Stout. I gotta say, man, and I've said this before, this is one of my favorite beers that you make, because I feel like this is where 
you decide that you're going to take it to the next level with this one. And there's a smokiness to it, a roastiness to it. It's powerful. It's 11.5%. It's not for the weak. And I can tell you right now, it gives me that little bit of warmth in my chest and my cockles uh, like a barrel age would. So it's really good, man. Yeah, you get the uh, – I get a lot of the like bacon-type smokiness. Yes. Uh, especially in the aroma, but a little bit in the taste. That summit hoppiness is just earthy mm-hmm. and a little bit spicy. Then it just finishes roasty like a stout. Um, this recipe was in full disclosure – uh, come up with me and you were texting one night when I was bombed on my couch and was coming up with random beer recipes. And this was the best one we came up with. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I think we can do that. So we tried it last year. It worked out very yeah. well. This year I'm happier with it. It's less boozy tasting. Yes. It's less hot. It's a smooth 11.5 stout. Yeah. So. If, it, if it's one thing I can say about when you're when you're brewing beer, the thing that I like to see the most, and when I get to help out too, is when the beer continues to evolve. And this is another instance of that. Like this, this it's like Pokemon, man. It evolved. Yeah. This yeah. was all from additional precautions and fermentation. Yeah, like just made it a better beer this year. So, so for those people who are like trying to wonder, like the the fermentation process, like what kind of precautions do you take? To so get it was just keeping like this? it yeah. chilled this year. Last year, we had a warm winter. We didn't have temperature, all of the temperature control yeah. we needed in the brewery here. This year, it was cold, but even as a backup, we have basically up to a glycol level chiller. It's it's very homemade. It's very DIY, yeah. but um, it, it it gets to a glycol chill. So, like, we just let this ferment longer, let it sit a little bit longer to let the hops mellow a little bit, and it just came out. Wonderful, in my yeah. opinion. And to do well, yourself glycol chiller. But do you have a glycol chiller? <laughs> do you? You some, don't. Some people do. They they don't. But we strive to make it even better next year. But it is very good this yeah, year. Yeah, it's really good this and year. And they are in bottles. They are waxed. They are labeled. Mm-hmm. They are ready to go. I tell you what. In the second round, what we'll do is we'll pull out some of the wax bottles. Yeah, and we'll and throw them up front we'll right show. here. Yeah, so stick around Instead for the sign. Yeah, stick yeah. around for round two, and you can see what they look like. It's like the very finished product, and we'll show it to you guys. So uh, one thing that did finish over the weekend, Adam, that we do have to talk about was our bets of doom, the Royal Rumble 2022. And I like to say this in a weird way because I won. Yeah, you but, won. But we all lost. Everybody that watched it lost. Yeah. Um, and it was, I mean, if you have Peacock already, it was free, and you still lost something. Yeah. That's the only you redeeming factor of it. Yeah, I can't ever get that time back. And, uh, and I'm glad that you you watched the Rumble all the way through with Blake. I watched it all live. You, I didn't fall asleep. I fell asleep. Which was the biggest yeah, achievement. I fell asleep, and then I woke up to you texting me, you don't need to watch it. Just hatred. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I know you, we talked about it, and you don't want to take your win for the bets of doom. I think you should punish me next week. I have not taken a punishment yet. Not by myself. I think me and Josh might have yeah, I been think equally punished. Way back week. when I defeated the both of you. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I will take a punishment. It's not you can make I... it. You can make it as harsh or less harsh uh, based yeah. on how bad the rumble was. If I you got want, one that you I did wanted, win. I want to do one with you, but I want it to be a clean win. I feel like this is like you I, literally won by DQ. I know. I, <laughs> I don't want. This is not the one. I have a great idea for you that will be on camera since we're here now. Hi YouTube. Uh, but I can't, I got to wait till I win clean and it could be, it could take all 2022 for me to do that. Cause as you know, my track record is not good. Well, and if you want me on camera doing a punishment, I'm going to try really hard not to. I know. So I want, I want to be like a Highlander, man. I want to defeat you the right way. So that's what we're going to do. 
So sounds good. All right, man. Sounds good. So uh, we did watch a lot of this, and we both felt like we were kind of punished for watching. And anyone who watched it with the way that we do, you kind of feel like some things were lacking. So there are botches and fires and Shane McMahon and bad creative and Kofi Kingston didn't even save himself, which is the thing I kind of look forward to every year. Um, but let's take a look at this. We'll try to dive through. Uh, it doesn't really need a lot of time, I would say, only because a lot of it was botchy or weird. I mean, just to hit it now, Kofi was supposed to save himself, but it was just so obvious yeah. he didn't. Kofi was supposed to save himself. There, like, uh, It was a really good save, too. Could have been. It would have been awesome, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I wanted someone to stage dive into the fans. Like, sa cool. save me, like CM Punk style. That probably would have worked better it than what he yeah. did. Oh, man. But uh, he rolled it off, though. We'll get to that. So uh, so Seth Rollins took on Roman Reigns uh, for the WWE Universal Championship in the very first match, which, which is awesome. They really kicked it off strong, and I was excited for this because, uh, you know, Seth Rollins comes out in the Shield uniform, yeah. really doing the whole cerebral attack of Roman Reigns, really getting his head. Playing mind games. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. His Joker laugh is phenomenal. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm liking where he's going with his character. Now the problem was, is this match was so good. It was so good. It was it was, it was literally Roman Reigns' brute strength and devastation against Seth Rollins' maniacal mind games, mind games and technique. Yeah. Technique, yeah. yeah. Oh, when he got speared and he put his fist out, he's like, "I'll always love you." Oh, Perfect, man. And then when you think it's going to get to the the climax, the precipice of the – just you're on the edge of your seat. He holds on – Roman Reigns holds into a guillotine for too long and he holds on for longer than five seconds and there's a DQ. DQ win for Seth Rollins, which won you the bet to doom right off the first match. I, I accept a win. Unless one of us won the Rumble match, which, spoiler, we didn't. We picked people that didn't even show up. Yeah. some Yeah. yeah. Both of us did. Yeah. Uh, so that first match went down for you know Rollins defeating Reigns by disqualification, and there's really no uh, hint of it of being a return. There's there's no like rematch right no, off the rip. I, don't think, I mean, yeah. maybe Elimination Chamber, maybe because I don't be know nice. what they're going to do, but they're definitely going to write it off there. Like yeah. it's not going to Mania. No, because that's reserved for the winner of the Rumble, which we'll get to. Um, so we go into the Women's Royal Rumble, the 30 woman uh, Royal Rumble, where. It's lasted for almost an hour. It was, it was 20 seconds short, short of an hour, which is common. But um, I'm going to say this, and some people didn't like that this is my take on it. I think the women's rumble was better than the men's rumble, but that's not saying a whole lot. No, I um, agree with you yeah, completely. It was way better. The, the In every way, it was better. Yeah, except that where was the pop for like Melina came back? Awesome. Yes. Melina come back. And that was right at the beginning. Ready. She was number two, right? Number two, yeah, yeah. Because Sasha Banks came back as number one, looking fantastic as Sailor Moon. And then Melina came back looking like she never left. Right. I mean, she they, every, just a little bit thicker. Yeah. Which I appreciate it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Everyone looked great. Even Michelle McCool did some great stuff. Yeah. Um, the match was fantastic. And then uh, as soon as Ronda Rousey pops open, you know. I mean, right. that, worst kept secret, by the way. That's And that, I think, was the biggest problem. That was the worst kept secret. If that stayed a secret and nobody knew she was coming back, it cool. would have been huge. Yeah, the whole thing would have worked. It would have been really cool. So that was the only downside in this rumble I saw. They had plenty of surprise returns. They had plenty of spots worked out. Not to spoiler alert, but when we get to the men's rumble, we might not be talking about all these things. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. There was nostalgia. Ivory came back as the Which right awesome. to censor. Like there was so much good shit. 
in the women's rumble. Yeah. I thought the women's rumble was perfectly fine. Yeah, I, it was. It was more than it was enjoyable. It was. Uh, it was super enjoyable. I was down here laughing my ass off. Yeah, I had a great. The time. only problem I had was um, Ronda Rousey coming out. You know she's taking it. Right, and she was so fucking hot, Adam, that she set the WrestleMania sign on fire, and it melted on people, and all these people had to clear out. Yeah, man, the pyro. So if you guys don't, if you guys are new to wrestling or new she, to us, she pointed so hard. She points. She points at the WrestleMania sign all the time, wherever it is. The hard camera they're doing on the side now, and um, she hit like fire. So like Drew Barrymore, she's back off, and it just caught fire. She was like a less attractive rogue. Set it on fire. Yeah. So, uh, so Ronda Rousey setting it up, and we thought it was going to be probably against Charlotte Flair because they ended up with those two at the end. And I was like, that would be a, actually a pretty good match. I'd like to see that together. But uh, it looks like now it's going to be Becky Lynch eventually, um, which is the match we ever, everybody wants to see. So we'll see what we get because, you know, the swerves come. <laughs> so there was a hot take from yeah. Lori in this match, okay. my wife. And she asked if Ronda Rousey could afford to hire her and makeup artist. And I said, yes, she could. And she said, do you think she did? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like there's one makeup artist that did most of the girls. And then Ronda looked rough. Like yeah. she did the really dark eyeshadow under the eyes for some reason. And then nothing. She looked. Yeah. Like, well, they said that was how I, she got found out first because her makeup lady was in St. Louis. Okay. And they're like, oh, if she's going to be there, then Ronda's definitely going to be there. Boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they were going for demonic, but she just looked yeah. really, really tired. She looked like. She had like Joey Diaz bags under her eyes. Yeah. She yeah. looked like a homeless person in the UK in the 1970s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was rough. just rough, man. I mean, uh, other than the makeup, she looked great. I thought, yeah. yeah. She she looks like she. I mean, the makeup was just weird. She like, stays fit. Everybody else had. Pretty yeah. decent makeup. There were some people I didn't recognize though, like Dana Brooke got, yeah, significant work done. Like, mm. you know who never looks holy the same. God, I did not know who she was. Kelly like, Kelly never looked no, the same. No, never. But I think she just aged this time. Like, yeah, she started with WWE so young. I think she was eighteen she, or nineteen yeah. when she started. Because she got in trouble for being doing some of the ECW spots because right. she was with Test and she was doing like striptease stuff and she wasn't of age I yet. Don't, yeah, I don't even think she was eighteen yet. Mm, she wasn't because so that's she's. What, yeah. I mean, she's younger than us. She looked. She looked fine, but she did look much different from yeah. two or three Rumbles ago when we saw her. Yeah, I agree. Still did a great job. She botched her first move, but then after that, she was in for like a minute 15. Yeah, that's all and she it, needed to be there. Yeah, for. and she did well yeah. after the first like the first thing she botched. So good returns. Uh, yeah. Lita's, uh, Lita's attire was uh, rough. Yeah. I don't know why she had the body onesie on. Like, you could have just left that out. I think because weird. she wanted to still do thong, but it's PG era and you can't do thong. Just don't PG do. Era. That's what Lori said, too. She's like, yeah. her pants are riding so low, she had to have something. Yeah. And I'm like, but just don't. Just wear a belt. Yeah, like it looked but weird. It was like she was wearing a Baywatch bathing suit under everything, and it, it was, was weird. Yeah, very distracting. She did the lead assault though, which was really cool. Oh, she she did yeah. she did great in the match. Her attire was just weird. I, her attire was the most off putting thing. You know what she me. looked like, man? She looked like a, a second wave ska punker. Yes. <laughs> oh, very yes, very much so. <laughs> and now after Raw, we know she's going for the. For Becky Lynch's title. Yeah, and uh, that'll be a cool elimination match. Elimination Chamber, yeah. That'll be a cool match. I, yeah. I, I look forward to that. I think Elimination Chamber is actually shaping up to be pretty cool now. I, I think I'm... Might be better than Mania. <laughs> I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be better than Rumble, and I think it's going to be better than Mania. 
Uh, so speaking of Becky Lynch, she took on Dewdrop for the uh, Raw Women's title, and they gave these two women 13 minutes to really try to put it on out there. And I give Dewdrop a lot of credit because she fit into this quasi heel persona mm -hmm. leading up to the match, and I thought she did a really good job. The problem is you're going against Becky Lynch. You're not going to win. You're too young in in that. I tell you what, though, man, you go back and watch Dewdrop's independent stuff when she was uh, the Viper, or yeah. Wow, Piper man. Niven. Piper Niven. Dude, Niven. she yeah, yeah. crushed, man. It, it's, I don't know. She's gonna she's gonna be a champion in a few years. I thought it was a solid competitive squash match. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't a complete squash. She got some offense in. She looked good the yes. whole time. I thought it was a solid match. Yeah. I mean, you knew you knew the outcome going in, which was the shame of it. Yeah. Which was the shame of most of this card, but um, it was solid. It was fine. Yeah. Better than the next match. Which sees Bobby Lashley taking on Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Uh, this match only went 10 minutes and a quarter. This is where, to me, the wheels really fell off this thing. Um, the matches leading up to this, the DQ kind of turned me off a little bit. But a little I, bit. But the, like, the chair smashing at the end of it kind of brought it back for me, which is cool. And the Raw, Raw Rumble, or the Women's Rumble was cool. And then... This thing, I, I don't know. You got two guys that can really put on a match, and you don't let them go beyond a, the trading suplexes, going to the outside, doing some stuff out there. Like it, it, it felt clunky. It felt there was a spear through the barrier. We've never seen that. Before. Never, especially with these two. No, never. Brock's not done that with Goldberg in every fucking match. Anymore. Yeah. Um. So you fast forward to the screw job. They they wanted to make it like the Montreal screw job, but you can't replicate that. No, not because um, it's just not real anymore. No. Uh, it was a good plan to get the belt off of Brock. If you need to get the belt off of Brock, which I don't know why you screwed yourself into that situation in the first place. Yeah. That's how you have to do it. Yeah. Um, but it it really, really, really just translated what the rumble was going to be to me. Yeah. Like, I knew what was going to happen from there. Yeah, as soon as you saw. It was, so, it was telegraphed. It was yeah. just completely poop. I know what's I know what's going on at the end of the night. Right. Though. So Roman Reigns runs in, gets the title from gets the uh, WWE Championship from Paul Heyman, cracks Brock Lesnar over the head because they knocked the he, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley had knocked the referee out. Um, a lot of interference here, and then at the end of it, Brock's defeated. Bobby Lashley gets a title, which makes him look not super strong, which I don't like because Bobby Lashley is a great champion. Right. He needs to show more. He needs to show better than that. I agree. Um, but then you see Paul Heyman walk out with. Roman Reigns, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's cerebral, like, yeah, because Paul screwed Roman to get Brock the shot at the five-way to to get the title, and now I, he's just going to screw him right back out of it? What Doesn't is make any sense. happening? Yeah, I don't get it. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um. So, that match is done. Peek in the <laughs> I don't like it. Eh. It's like the George Romero amusement park movie. Yeah. It's a senile man. And... and and none of it makes it's sense. Sad. It's sad. None of it makes sense. Uh, we move on to a match that could have been on any house show ever, um, any time, too, by the way. And, and, like, uh, except for one element. No. Hit on that whenever you want. So uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix, <laughs> the grit couple, took on uh, Miz and Maurice, the it couple. And uh, this thing was – this should have been the first match. If it you're, should have been the pre-show. There and that there wasn't a pre-show pre this year. Pre the first hour of my life for this thing got 
wasted, and then the other three hours it was just replaying like, all of the raw footage. Yeah, like, and Bobby Lashley was right. an NEIA champion. Like, I don't know, come on, man. Yeah, that build was pretty good, actually. Uh, I, I did like the I did like the video package leading up to Brock and Lashley, mm-hmm. but if you watched the pre-show, it, it, it wasn't the first time you saw it, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, just fast forward, Edge and Beth Phoenix defeated Miz and Maurice. It was an AEW mid card match, if there ever was one. Spot, spot, yeah. spot, spot. And the thing that sucked about it is when you have a spot match, what's the number one thing you need to have? Everybody needs to take bumps. Yeah, everybody needs to take bumps. Who wasn't taking bumps? Maurice. She wouldn't take a single bump. And that sucks. She got offensive on edge. Yeah. <laughs> and that pissed me off. That hurricane rata, baby. Yeah, man. She she was so apprehensive. What was your take on it though? Oh, my take was just that Maurice kept getting a wedgie, and that was kind of nice. <laughs> she kept her like, her outfit was unfortunate for her, but fortunate for the crowd. Yeah. Me uh, and Lori were both like, God damn. Yeah, like that thing's gonna the cheeks are snap. popping. Yeah. Yeah. That and uh so at one point, I it was re- like a double thong. Yeah, it was, I don't know why you'd wear I've that in any s- kind of athletic event. And it's your first match back, right? Like you're gonna have ring rust. Yeah. So I don't know. She looked incredible. Yeah, everybody looked great. Um, yeah. The offense on Edge was not needed. The offense on Edge by Maurice was yeah weird because it was very stalled and very timed out. Yeah, a lot of credit. If it was edge. smooth, it would have worked. Yeah, a lot of credit to Edge for selling that though. Yeah. By the way, because he he did a great job. Oh, selling. he took it and bumped it and it looked great, but it was just yeah. the build up to it was so delayed. Very much so, and that's why I think it looked like an AEW spotty mid card. Yeah, match. looked like Orange Cassidy should have been in there. Yeah, the best the best friends yeah. should have been in there. Yeah, uh, we move on to the men's Royal Rumble, the last match of the evening, and. Um, Wow. Wow. <laughs> Where do you want to start, brother? Let me just say that when I watch the Rumble, I'm a mark. Right. I, I want to see dudes I haven't seen since I was a kid come back. That's why I made the joke about the Brooklyn Brawler coming back out. That's what they do. They just get like legends to come out and like people. Val Venus should have come out. I was like, totally sold that Kurt Angle was going to come oh, out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. None of that happened. And then our Lord and Savior Shane McMahon came out. There were two surprises. Yeah. And it was Shane McMahon and Bad Bunny. <laughs> and Bad Bunny. Here's the thing. I was more excited for Bad Bunny than I was for anybody else. I, I was more excited for him than Shane McMahon. Yeah. I thought it started strong, though. I liked that AJ Styles was out. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought Boogs got some good offense in. And Nakamura. Nakamura was number yeah. two. I, I thought AJ and Nakamura starting off was cool. Yeah. Um, and then number three was uh, what's his name? Austin Theory. Yeah, Austin yeah. Theory. Yeah. I, I thought the Vince's I, new son. It started pretty strong, and then it, yeah, just flatline. <laughs> and then Brock it went came into out. The shitter. <laughs> and then Brock came in at like what twenty nine, and I was actually rooting for Randy Orton to win at that point. Yeah, me too. And it just didn't happen. I was literally rooting for anybody but Brock at that point, and yeah. it did not happen. Nope, it's exactly what you thought it was. Brock Lesnar eliminates the last man standing, which is Drew McIntyre, and he will now get a match at WrestleMania 38, which means we're going to get another Roman Reigns, uh, Brock Lesnar so, title match. To to just summarize that, oh, no, women's Rumble and men's Rumble, even though the women's Rumble was acceptable, yes, no 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 new stars are built nope. at all, none, none. You took your newest biggest star, Drew McIntyre, and got him thrown out last by Brock. Yes. That you built up two years ago and won it. Yeah. Jeebus. <laughs> I, I just, it's unreal. So 
It's so lazy. It is. It's so lazy and so repetitive. Do you have a match of the night for this? I do. What's that? I I do have one I like the most, and it was was Seth and Roman. Yeah. Um, I liked the nostalgia of Seth coming out and playing mind games with the shield gimmick, with the music coming through the crowd, flipping over the barrier, and it was a good match till the finish, and the finish sucked, but it was still the best match of the night. I agree with that. I tried to think of another one, because I figured if I gave you first pickies, that's what you were going to go with, and that's what I would have went with, too. Great match. Uh, The ending sucked, but hey, man, they put on a good match here. Uh, For wrestler of the card, then, I'm I'm actually going to go with Seth Rollins for wrestler of the card, because he did the most with his gimmick. The entire night. I, I can't yeah. pick anybody else. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should pick Omos because he was so shitty in the Rumble. Right in the middle, killed it. And then it never revived from there, actually. It's like. Just to go back. Sorry to go back yeah. to the men's Rumble real quick. But he came in at like 10 or something. Yeah. And then threw a bunch of people out shittily yeah. and then got eliminated shittelier. He's not ready. He shouldn't be on camera. Like, fuck it. His name should be. Oops. He was. The, he was. Oh, oh, there's a worst performance on the card. Sorry. Yeah. I should save yes, that. Yes, yes. So uh, I might you, have another one, though. Do you have a beer break of the match? Like, one you definitely like walked away from the TV. Today. I should have walked away for the mixed tag match. Yeah. Edge and Beth. I was in, in, in hindsight, I should have just quit early and skipped the men's rumble, but I would never do that. Yeah, because that's, um, that's like the meat. That's what you want. Yeah, that's what I desired, but yeah. it was probably the shittiest match yeah um but i would totally would have piss breaked and did on edge and beth and Miz and maurice if i so looking at on the surface definitely the mixed tag match but going back and seeing how things mapped out it would have been the brock and bobby lashley match like if i if i could if i yeah, could be omnipotent I mean, and go back yeah if you, as long as you can come back and catch the end so you know why the title changed hands yeah, yeah you're fine yeah. i was reading bleacher you're report. not missing it i'm reading bleacher report the next day yeah if i had omnipotence some kind of like omni god or something i'm going to go back and take a piss right i'm going to go take a 9 minute piss and i'll come back for the last minute and 15 seconds perfect yeah so do you have a worst performance of the card <laughs> i kind of give it away i think it might have been almost yeah. is there anybody worse than the uh Wow, well, man. Even Maurice was better than him. Maurice, like, did, yeah, did a better job. Sorry, I didn't see that on the our schedule here. But, That's okay. Uh, yeah, almost just really pissed me off. Like, that man is only there because of his height. Yeah. And there's so many. You could put Keith Lee in that same position. He's a few inches Who? shorter. Who's? I don't know what he's going to be called anymore. But <laughs> He copyright Limitless, so yeah. he's going to come back as Limitless. Limit, yeah. homi- hopefully just Limitless Lee, because that's a fucking awesome. Yeah, it is sick. Push that to the moon. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to go with Omos. It was probably the worst. Uh, behind that, uh, since I already gave that away, probably Kelly Kelly in the Women's Rumble was awful. Yeah. Um, but she was in there for a limited time, so mm-hmm. didn't really bug me. Uh, I think I was if I had to pick someone that wasn't the ones that you're picking, I would probably pick Alexa Bliss because she didn't show up. Yeah, <laughs> and that was one of your picks. That was one of my picks. But uh, I also picked Finn Balor, not even in. Yeah, it, so. yeah. But he had a better reason. Alexa I was Bliss was like, so didn't rooting, do it. I was rooting for KO so hard, even though I knew it was definitely going to seal my fate. Like, because he was at least in it. Yeah, and he looked good at the beginning, and then yeah, and that's yeah. what we're going to get into the next part here because from yeah. Buckle the Bell, the boys bringing the best wrestling news in the biz. So uh, Shane McMahon was going to one win the Rumble, and if he did that, he was also going to enter the Elimination Chamber, and then he was also going to headline at WrestleMania, and then he got fired. So the way this works out here is usually NXT Daddy Triple H runs pretty much all of the Men's Royal Rumble, um, but of course he had the heart attack. It's a heart attack. It's not a cardiac event. It's a cardiac event. 
It's a heart attack. Can I just say, and I meant to bring this up during the men's rumble. Yeah. Did we all just really, really, really miss Pat Patterson this year? Yeah. Because he was usually the guy that booked the rumble. Yeah. And it was obvious. You can tell. Yeah. It was pretty good in 2020 when he didn't do it. It was bad last year. It was worse this year. Yeah. And especially with Triple H not there because he's usually in charge of like bringing back the legend. There was no NXT talent. Yep. No NXT talent. I thought Braun Breaker was definitely going to at least make an appearance. He was like waiting in the wings. So Shane McMahon took over and all he did was push himself. Now sources behind the scenes are saying that he was very hard to work with. He started to chastise some of the producers. He was calling out writers. He was uh, making fun of talent. And then he basically said, I'm pushing myself. And he put himself in the final four in the Rumble. Uh, and he eliminated Kevin Owens. Yes. Who, rumored, was supposed to win. He was supposed to win. Riddle, Riddle was supposed was to, win. to win. And yeah. then then they're like, no, this is the screw job we're going to pull. Brock has to win. And there was like 80 different uh, finishes to this thing, which confused the talent. Which, after it was all done, they were all completely dejected. And the morale got shot in the face and the the problem is you didn't even need brock to lose the rumble to face remnant mania like there was already a vendetta there so like he deserved the shot he got screwed over there's the shot that's it so get somebody in line for bobby lasho and like that's all you needed get it done yeah like it was unnecessary because now the raw thing's just completely up in the air yeah i guess they're gonna solve it in saudi arabia which, spoiler alert, Kevin Owens isn't going to be there. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's not going to be him. I hope it's Seth Rollins. It's the only thing I can hope for. That's the only thing you can hope for. Uh, I'm not sure. But one thing that did happen here, Adam, Vince McMahon fired his son today. Yeah. We are we are recording on a Wednesday, and Vince McMahon went as far as to fire his son. Because he was crazy. My favorite McMahon went nuts yeah. over Rumble weekend, apparently. He went Conor McGregor, cocaine, I dislike, I dislike, fighting dudes in the bar crazy. Right. I obviously dislike Vince, and I don't like Steph too much. But Jesus, Shane, what the fuck were you thinking? He, I know he's a sweaty man to begin with, but he was dripping with you. He- did you see those punches he was throwing? They were not connecting by three inches. The cocaine this year is real bad. He was so sweaty. Dude, down in St. Louis. I've never seen somebody that sweaty under 500 pounds ever. They just handed him talcum powder and a little bit of cocaine. You're like, here's an eight ball. He took it all. He took all the. (laughs) Dude. So moving on from scripted combat, Adam, to some unscripted combat. Yeah. Uh, UFC 271 is around the corner on February 11th of 2022. And this is actually a pretty cool card because there is a co-main event slobber knocker here. I can almost guarantee it'll be better than Rumble. Are you sure? Short of some shitty referees, I can guarantee this will be better. <laughs> so, uh, Adam, I want to make some predictions here with you. Sure. So, um, we're not going to do Bet to Doom on this one because, as we've seen lately, these UFC cards change pretty rapidly. So, I just want to go off the card that's already presented right now. Uh, it looks like it's pretty set. So, let's... I want to say, too, we're not going to talk about it, but my homeboy, Andre Arlovsky, is on the prelims on ESPN+. Oh, Plus. Yeah. Oh, I'll be he, watching. He's come back for a fight there. Um, I think it's one of his last ones on his UFC contract. And if you guys know anything about me, I'm a huge Pitbull fan. So, I'm a huge Pitbull fan, too. Um, really like him. So we can start down with, uh, it was a Bobby Green going against uh, Nasrat Hack Parasta. Sure. Thank I'm not going to take a chance at that. I didn't look it up. It's a lightweight bout here. These are two guys who are young and up and coming. Um, I do know that Bobby Green has a pretty strong uh, stand-up game, and I believe that Nasrat ha- also has a decent stand-up game. So this could this could be a lightweight, 
just fist fest. Right. Um, I'll go first just because I, I try to pronounce that guy's name. And I'm going to go with the guy that I can't pronounce. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going to say Nasrat's going to take it. I've seen some of his highlight tape, and he, he looks like he has more of a, a patience power. So he's going to wait for some inside play, and he's going to dirty box a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, the power's going to play from the inside. I so. will I will say I did research on it. He definitely has the better recent record. Yeah. Um, but I'm going with Bobby Green because he's been a heavy fan favorite lately just because he takes whatever fight's thrown at him. And he beat Al Iaquinta in round one in November. Oh, okay. So he beat a main card guy uh, recently, and I think the crowd's going to get behind him and push him through. I'm not. I'm not against your pick because on the on paper, yeah, your pick is better. But I'm going Bobby Green just because he's the crowd favorite. It's going to come down to camps then. Who has yeah. the gas? Yep, he's got the gas. Uh, so we went to a bantamweight fight here. Kyler Phillips is taking on Marcelo Rojo. Um, Adam, go first on this one. Sure thing. I'm taking you. Th- I did a lot of research on my last one, right? Yeah. This no one I'm taking. Research. This one I'm taking Marcelo Rojo because fuck anybody named Kyler and uh, <laughs> and uh, Marcelo is also nicknamed El Pitbull. So I'm a fan of Pitbulls. Yeah. And I'm taking Marcelo, even though his record is worse. His last five fights is a worse record. I just want him to knock somebody named Kyler out, send him back to the country club. The only reason why I'm taking Kyler on this one is because he's been practicing on drywall for his entire life. <laughs> and I know that he's got at least a good, like, I, like fuck you, mom, jab that he's going to use in this one. So uh, Kyler does have the better record. He is 9-2, and two, and those two losses were early in his career. Yeah. He is strong, but I cannot yeah. root for a Kyler. He looks big for a bantamweight, yeah. too. Yeah. Can't. So can't go, do it. I'm going to go, go with, with uh, uh, Kyler Monster Energy Drink Phillips. El Pitbull. Yeah, I like his me. nickname way better because – the Monster Energy drink doesn't sound very good. No. <laughs> so we're going on to a gentleman that we are very familiar with, Mr. Jared uh, Conier, going against Derek Brunson yeah, in a middleweight man. bout. Now, I get to go first here. And I'm just going to let you know right now, Brunson's taking it. Han- hands down. Brunson's been on the war path here. I think Brunson's going to take this because he has more to lose if he loses. Brunson, he is on a five-fight win streak after losing to two legends – uh, in Silva and Souza. So since then, taking on two Titans, two legends, he's gone on a five-fight win streak, and he's going against guys that are top game. So I think right now Brunson knows if he wins this one, he's definitely going to get the winner out of the main card here, the main, um, the main battle. Yeah, I'm totally agreeing with you. This is the middleweight title contender yes. fight. Whoever wins this fight is going for the middleweight. Uh, I'll just talk a little bit about Conier because yeah. you're picking Brunson. I'm also picking Brunson. But Conier is also on a – he won four of his last five, so he's no slouch either. But I'm also taking Brunson. Um, like you said, he's on that five-fight win streak. He just beat Darren Till by submission. That's huge. Um, so he's just hot as fire. Yeah. Um, and these last three fights on this card are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's the only so, reason why I'm so buying I'm, it. I'm totally taking, <laughs> totally taking Brunson, totally buying this card. Oh, yeah. Uh, this next fight is the only reason I would have bought the card, aside from the other fights we're going to talk about here. Derek, my balls was hot. Lewis taking on Ty uh, Tuavasa. These are two absolute juggernauts. Derek, the beast, Lewis, of course, going against the the Aussie in uh, Ty Tuavasa. This is a wonderful match. It's awesome. It's my yeah. two favorite heavyweights. Really. It's yeah. Ty Tuavasa doing the uh, the shoeies after his fights. And just Derek Lewis. If you don't follow him on Instagram, you have to. You have to. Oh my he god. He posts some. 
fucking incredible videos. Yeah, he's so funny. And, and, the thing and he's is, great. And yeah. he's great in the octagon. And I give Derek Lewis a lot of credit, too, because the one fight he had a few years ago, he's like, yeah, my cardio sucks. I have to go back and work on that. And he did. Yes. So now, like, he was scary because he had knockout power. Now he's scary because he had knockout power and he can go five rounds, which is kind of terrifying. Yeah, he's got a couple five-round fights under his belt now. Yeah. So I'm actually going to go with Tuavasa in this match. Well, you're dumb. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Because Derek Lewis just found his gas tank only a few fights ago, while two of us has had his for quite a while, and he knows how to manage five rounds. And with this being a co-main event, it is going to be scheduled for five rounds. And I think if two of us is smart and stays away from the power of Derek Lewis, he could take it the distance and win it on a split decision. Cool. You're wrong. Because um, <laughs> Derek Lewis is my favorite heavyweight fighter. Just because he's your so favorite. There's a little bit of bias. <laughs> there's a little bit of bias, but I have stuff to back it up. There was also a report that uh, Tai Tuivasa took this fight while he was blackout drunk and didn't realize he accepted it. So he wasn't ready for it. Uh, it was just reported, like, I think two days ago. So look that up on Google. It's a, a lot of fun. He sounds like your hero. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but my heroes will lose. So Derek Lewis is my hero in this one. Uh, not only that, but he won four of his last five fights. He's a K- he's been a KO machine um, in most of those. Some of them went to the decision, but um, yeah, Derek Lewis. I can't pick against him. Yeah. Uh, if there was anybody, if he wasn't against Ty Tuvasa, I'd pick Ty Tuvasa in any other fight. Yeah. But well, not this one. The only reason why I want to take, I'm I'm picking technically. If I pick with my heart, I would pick Derek Lewis. But I, this one, I I want to pick technically. I'm going heart. Yeah. I'm going hard. On the next one, it's kind of a toss-up on the next one because I think it's a very, very good match. It is. Uh, the incoming champion here, the middleweight, uh, Israel Ad- Addis Anya. Adesanya. Last, uh, you, you crushed me last time. Adesanya. And then going against Robert Whitaker. So I, I'm going to lovely call them Izzy and Taker. That's here. fine. That's fine. Uh, so this match is the second time these two titans are going off uh, on each other. Uh, the last match saw Whitaker get taken apart uh, by Izzy. So... I think that there was a lesson learned from Whitaker. I think he's going to bring in some strength in this one, but I want to know what you think first. So my – it is very evenly matched for me. My problem with Whitaker is since he came back from that injury, every fight he's won has gone to decision. Not yeah. Where I don't think – I don't think Adesanya is going to let it go that far. Uh, so I'm picking Israel Adesanya to uh, take him out before it goes to a decision. I, I do agree. This is the closest match for me. Yeah. It was very hard to pick. I love Robert Whitaker. He's a fucking beast. Um, and this could go either way. But I just think Adesanya is going to stop it early uh, before Whitaker really gets in his groove. If it goes past the – into the third, past the third, I think Whitaker's going to take it. Yeah. But if, it, if Adesanya can finish it early, he will, and that's what I'm thinking yeah. is going to happen. And I think – so I'm going to – I, I – you all the way until it gets to. You just think it's going to go past. Three. I think it's going to go past yeah. third round because I think Whitaker learned his lesson. That's fair. That's fair. Stay away from the legs of the champion, and you can survive. Because if you really look at it, you know, uh, Izzy tries to suck you in. He right. likes to get that nice inside, and then as he pushes you out, that Kicks left you. that left leg is coming straight yep. up. Yep. So I think if you. And I think Whitaker's uh, corner is going to know that, and they've worked on that as a fight plan. But it's also like, does Izzy also know that they're doing right. it? So right. it's well, a and you got to think maybe thing. Whitaker saw that light heavyweight fight, which Adesanya lost. All right, Adesanya is undefeated at middleweight. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that too. But there has been a defeat now when he went to light heavyweight. That's Can true. Can you use some of that game plan, especially Whitaker, who's strong mm-hmm. on the takedown, strong on the ground? Maybe. 
I don't know. It, it's really a toss-up. I, I like both of these guys. Me too. Um, both fighting out of New Zealand uh, currently. Um, it's, it's it's a cool fight. It's, it's a, a cool great fight. card. Where so, is this card at? I think it might be. Is it in Australia? It should be. I don't know. Because you got two Yvasa and those two. Usually, yeah, when you see that too. And but it's a we'll co-main event. Yeah. So we're going to move to some commercials from some of our friends. So I'm going to ask you, do you like baked goods? If you listen to us, I'm pretty sure that you do. Uh, we're pretty sure you like blood, guts, and murder as well. Well, our friends over at Sure Coated Murder Podcast bring you just that. Uh, Karen and Ann craft some delicious confectionery delights while bringing you some of the gnarliest true crime stories in the biz. So if you like us, you're surely going to like them. So go check them out. And also, we're going to put some of our sponsors in here. So if you listen to them, you support them, and you support us. And when you support us, we bring you some pretty cool stuff. And we have great announcements for you guys coming up. So we'll see you on the other side. Hey, Ann Barner. Hey, Karen Devaney. We need a promo. You know, like where we talk about what we do on our podcast. On our sugar-coated murder podcast? Like how we love to bake and talk about murder? That's what we need to talk about. There you go. I think we've talked about it. Y'all find us on all your favorite listening apps. Stay sweet. And don't murder. Because if you kill people, we will talk about you. Nice ink, Adam. Yeah, I got your name on my ass. <laughs> uh, I was talking about your forearm, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been taking care of it. Yeah, it looks great, man. Uh, what, are, what are you using? I'm using Lucky 13's Tattoo Cleanser and Healing Ointment. This ointment is incredibly fresh and invigorating. It effectively removes all surface oils and dirt while not dehydrating your new tattoo. Dude, I actually got some of Lucky 13's Tattoo Balm. It's all natural, not oily, and applies easily. The balm improved my color and definition, and the vibrance on this ink makes it look like it's brand new. Oh yeah, man. I found their products after taking their online quiz, and it pointed me in the right direction. Hey, guess what? And right now, if you use our promo code, MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order from their site. From the first line of your tattoo to the first year of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13 has you covered to keep that ink looking fresh. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you like. Because again, when you support our sponsors, you support us. And when you support us, we're bringing some really cool stuff. And do not forget about sugar-coated murder. So, Adam, we are in round two. You secured another beer for us. This is one you didn't make. However, it should be delicious. So, round two. More beers. Put them together. We got round two. Bears, what we drinking? Hell yeah. Uh, we got something from a wonderful man we talked about last week, Dave Stitley. Brought me this from New Jersey. It's from Seven Seven Mile Brewery in Rio Grande, New Jersey. And it is the Just Juice Pale Ale coming in at 7%. There's a Rio Grande in New Jersey? There's a Rio Grande, New Jersey. <laughs> which, if I'm going anywhere in New Jersey, Rio Grande sounds quite grand. Miami, Ohio. Sounds like a grand river. <laughs> it's probably a river with bodies in it, but it's grand. It's a big river. That just means it's a big river with bodies. That's in it. all it is. So yeah. I uh, go ahead and crack it open for us. Yeah, sure, sure. And I'll talk. I'll talk about it a little bit. So it's a uh, it's a, uh, a pale ale with aroma and notes of pineapple, guava, mango, melon, and other citrus f- fruit flavors. It is literally just about the juice. This thing is already like it, it's pouring really cool. I and like it. I mean, it's listed as a seven percent pale ale. That's pretty like insane. Because basically can, a hazy IPA, I think. Yeah, it'll probably just be a little less bitter. But it looks phenomenal. 
yeah, when you take a look at it as at our you know, everyone at home can see here too, it's not super hazy, but oh, you can really smell the fruit coming off this thing. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, not not a, I see why it's a pale ale. Not a lot of bitterness, a lot of juiciness. Um comes off kind of crisp. Um yeah, it's it's crazy for a seven percent. It comes off really light for a seven percent. Yeah, it does. It's um it has like that you know that sharp dankiness at the beginning, but it really rolls off into a clean finish. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure what hop there's no listing of what hops they used, but yeah. I would imagine there's some mosaic in there. Yeah. Uh, it, some strat it tastes like strata in me a little bit. Uh that's good. That's really yeah. good. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Dave. From the uh from the beyond. Um yeah. also it's like Sabu style. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Uh yeah, he brought this from New Jersey. His last trip he made, uh, he brought it back for us for New Year's, along with a couple other treats. But I was digging through the the fridge today to think of something to share today, and yeah, boom. well, hey man, it hit my hand. Cheers, Dave. So to Dave, thank you, man. And I heard this was one of his favorites. So, miss you, brother. Cheers to you, Dave. So Adam, I threw it out to social media I, for a social media smackdown, and I asked our fans. And of course, you guys are just getting more confused as I do this. Are you a fan of fast food? And people are saying, hey, man, you asked about movies a couple weeks ago, and that was really fun. Why in the hell are you asking us about fast food? Well, I'm not asking for you to ask me why I'm doing this. I'm asking you to just answer the question. And (laughs) 85% of you guys said you are fans of fast food, which you definitely listen to us. And 15% of you guys say that you're not fans of fast food. I will say, as a as a constant listener of this podcast, I get excited when I see the polls because I usually know what's coming up in segment two. Then yes, so yes. I was like, "Ooh, fast food!" Absolutely, I'm in the eighty five percent. As am I. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that we do have go tos, and maybe we'll talk about them here because Adam, we are going to talk about limited time fast food options. They're just like unicorns; you don't believe in them until you're drunk enough to think you saw one, but. Some of our beloved American fast food eateries brought out some of these weird concoctions to try to get more business to come in from different sides of the planet, wrapping things in bacon or putting them in lettuce buns or just trying to make things naked chicken wraps or whatever the hell it might be. But which one really reigns supreme? So I think uh, us, you and I, we're two connoisseurs of fast food, I do believe. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've tried a lot of these. So, Adam, I, I found... What is the best fast food Sasquatch? Yes. What is the best fast food Sasquatch? So I put these things in here, ranked them. Let's duke them out. Let's see what we what we think is the number one here, and then let, we'll kind of do some ranking on our own here, uh, the ones we have. So I think some of these are pretty quick takes. So what I'm going to do is I'll read it out, and you go first, then I'll go second. Sure. And we'll go we'll go back and forth. I think we're going to agree a lot in the first round here. I'm okay with that. So. Uh, we're going to go with the McRib versus, and that's McDonald's McRib versus the Burger King Yumbo. Was the Yumbo a jumbo sandwich from? The Yumbo was a jumbo sandwich. Oh, this a, is easy. McRib then. From yes. Yeah. Uh, the McRib carries on because the Yumbo I, was I don't like just, Burger uh, King in particular, but Jeebus. Uh, yeah. Jumbo uh, from, you might just die. I think you will because I don't think there's much in, in the way of like, I don't want a deli sandwich. From no, not from, King. no, no. Leave that to Arby's. Yeah, and even they sometimes don't do it. Not yeah. all the time. No, better than Subway, but <laughs> not as good as like Jimmy John's or Jersey no. Drinks. Well, Subway just like gives you erasers. <laughs> yeah, and they call it they call it meat. Here's our chemical bread. Yes, yes. It's not even bread. It's just sugar. 
So moving on here, we have the grilled stuffed nacho, of course, from Taco Bell, going against the unicorn frap from Starbucks. Hot take, grilled stuffed nacho. <laughs> thousand percent. Uh, Taco Bell is my jam, and unicorn fraps are not. Grilled stuff nacho for me as well. Yeah, I don't know how this whole like secret menu thing. Are we gonna fight on any of these? We might fight on some of them. I think not that one. I think a few of these we were gonna fight about. So we're looking at chicken selects from McDonald's going against uh, fiery local tacos from Taco Bell. What's your take? The chicken selects were good. They were good, but I really like me a fiery locos taco. This is where we're gonna disagree because I felt like the fiery locos tacos. Was just like they're throwing dust on a shell. It was. It, yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. But it was good dust. But I think the chicken. I really like the dust. The chicken selects brought you better cuts of meat. Yes. And now they're gone because that was too expensive. For too them. expensive. Yeah. So, in terms of price point, the Fire Locust Tacos, but in terms of food and like eat, I, I'm go, I want to go chicken selects. That's why we can disagree. We can put them both. The, so, what, what, we'll do, what we'll do is Rochambeau it because we got to move, we got to push these guys through the bracket. Oh, okay. We're pushing them through the back right yeah. now. Um, you know what? I took the last. I, I took the last. No, let's. Uh, like, we agree on. The I'll last give two. you this one because there's. Yeah. I'm looking down the list. There's one I'm going to fight for. Soon, okay. And I think I might just try to push it through over you. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that one. I'm not going to. Fiery Lugo Stalkers is not my. I'm not I don't gonna, need. It's not my champion. You're not going to die on hill. No, no, not no. down the hill. So uh, we're going to go Shamrock Shake versus the Halloween A1 Whopper. And this is why I said that. Because yes. I am dying on the hill of a shamrock shake. <laughs> I love a shamrock shake. It's one of the only things I like from McDonald's. I'm going to tell you right now, the Halloween A1 Whopper kicks the fucking shit out of the shamrock but shake. But do you know what kicks the shit out of the Halloween A1 Whopper? What's that? The angry Whopper. Yeah. It kicked the shit out of that, and it kicked the shit out of my butthole. I was in Memphis <laughs> for a two-week training. I'm going to lean back on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> I was in... Uh, Memphis, Tennessee, for a two-week training for the DOD, uh, for a job I'm not going to talk about beyond <laughs> DOD. Um, he worked with lasers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Um, but the only thing next to the training site was a Burger King at the time of the Angry Whopper and a Mediterranean restaurant, which was also yeah. decent. But you can only eat so much Mediterranean. And poop so much. So the one day I went and got the Angry Whopper and I got sick in the middle of class and had to go liquid shit in a public restroom with the Angry Whopper, which is my favorite Whopper, which was better than this Whopper, which was also not bad, but yeah. also made me shit uncontrollable. And which is why I think I have to give you the Shamrock Shake. So I'm it, going I, Shamrock Shake. I can't think of anything at McDonald's. And it's better literally than the shake. only thing yeah. I like at McDonald's besides some of their breakfast stuff. And if I'm forced to go to one, I'll get McNuggets if it's not breakfast time. Yeah. And even their steak bagel, I'll still go to for breakfast. Yeah, that's falling off there. And too. the um, not the McFluffin. What's the <laughs> McFluffin? Why'd not you pick McFluffin. that? Name? No, what's the pancake thing? The oh, pan the McGriddle. The McGriddle. Yeah, the McGriddle is good. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, this is like a thousand calories. It should be called the McFluffin. That's why it should be called the McFluffin because <laughs> it makes you fluffy. fluffy. Yeah. That's why I said McFluffin. The McMuffin sucks. The McFluffin. Just, is can good, you though. please just for just humor me and just. McFluffin. Can you say it? <laughs> I would like a sausage, egg, and cheese McFluffin. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? That's what I wanted. 
So we're moving on to the double down sandwich, which was only meant to hurt you, by the way, from KFC, going against the uh, Queso Lupa, again, from Taco, Taco Bell has a lot of limited release yeah, stuff here. Yeah, that's kind of one of their strategies. Yeah. Like, every month they have a... Yeah. I'm picking Queso Lupa because it didn't hurt you to eat it. Thousand percent. Yeah. Thousand percent. Uh, I love the Queso Lupa. I got so many of those when it was out. Yeah, so for all of our listeners who The are, double down was good. I did get one. But I felt like I was going to die after I ate it. Yeah. Because the double down was the KFC sandwich. That was the bun was fried chicken. Yes. Then there was cheese and bacon and like honey mustard in yeah. the middle. And that's why like. It was phenomenal, but you would yeah. die if you ate more than one. Well, it was that. So it was like, I think KFC got drunk one night and just gave up because they made the double down and then they made the um the meal bowls, which are just sad. Yeah. There's, it, that's, and then they sent the fried, remember the fried chicken taco they sent to Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah. Like, Good Lord. They were just trying this. to kill everybody. Yeah. No, th- those, uh, those, those bowls were like, if you were a single person and you just didn't like yourself, like, oh, I guess I just eat this now. Like, I feel like I was single and homeless on Thanksgiving. I would get the meal bowl from KFC. That's when you, it's when like, you're oh, sad. Yeah. And I'd just be like, can you just double the gravy? Cause I'll <laughs> die sooner. And you go home, you're like, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Ball, ball, ball. Oh, my God. Just pour the bourbon in it. Yep. There you go. Oh, it goes good with the gravy. So we're going to open up a new restaurant, <laughs> and it's these sadness bowls with whiskey and bourbon in them. <laughs> It'll be DFC, depression fried chicken. Yeah, perfect. And we'll bring back the double down and just fucking hurt yourself. Yeah. There's going to be now with more bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> bourbon sauce? No, bitch. Bourbon. It's just bourbon. No sauce. It's not burn off. It's alcoholic. So we're going to move on to one here. It's the Loaded $1 Grillers, again from Taco Bell, going against the Jurassic Chomp Blizzard in Europe first. Your boy loves ice cream. Yes. Love. I love ice cream. But there's nothing I bought more in college and my right after college career than those $1 Grillers. Yeah. Because they were pretty – they were a pretty good size for a dollar. You could get like four of those and be gold. You're good, yeah. Night. Yeah. And that's the thing too. As a broke college kid, I used to sell books back mid semester to get money for food and gas to get back home. So yeah, those dollar grillers were like yeah. lifesavers. Yeah. I only I only remember two No, I remember I think I remember all of them. There was like a beef one with like spicy Fritos in it. There was a nacho one and then there was a potato one. And they were all pretty good. So the I was a beef and spicy yeah, nacho one. But. That was back in the day when I could still eat red meat. And I would get yeah. the beef one and the potato one. And I would just get two of each. They cook it well done, though. Your heart's fine. <laughs> there's no grease in that. Yeah. There's no cholesterol. This, this is why there's no way I could ever hang out with you long term for a week. And like, eat that bacon. Dude, if we hung out <laughs> for a whole week together, no work, we would die. Yeah. This is why we can't be millionaires. We'd at least end up in the hospital. I, I yeah. need an IV. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I totally need an IV. Getting biked. Just like, oh, he needs his adrenaline. Like, you take me in, I'm just going, and they're like, oh, oh, are you his brother? Like, yeah, sure, whatever. What does he need? Like, he, he needs his adrenaline shot. Just hit him on the adrenaline <laughs> shot. Pike. <laughs> just give him the B12 right in the heart. Give him that Nikki Six. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Speaking of Nikki Six, we got some snack wraps going against <laughs> the naked chicken chalupa. Segway. Uh, this is the shittiest round for yeah. me. Uh, the snack wraps were okay, except the lettuce is shitty as really fuck. Really terrible. Um, and naked chicken chalupa. I don't want grilled chicken from Taco Bell. I like the shredded. Yeah. I don't need it grilled and throwing it in. Um, I'm still going, just because I love the fucking establishment, I'm going with the Taco Bell. 
Go with the naked chicken chalupa. I was going to do that, too, because of the snack, the snack wrap. was so bad. They had a few different kinds. They had the Big Mac one, too, which was also bad because of the fucking lettuce. Yeah, not good. It's, and that's why I think they were poorly constructed. Like each, The only one that had like some redeeming qualities was the one that had like just like the McNuggets in them. And you could like right. eat that. That yeah. was cool. But that naked chicken chalupa, little fat guy trick that I used to do back in the day, I'd get one of those and actually take it home and put it on my own bed of lettuce and make a... A, a naked chalupa oh, chicken sandwich yeah, or a salad, go. and it worked out really well. Yeah, I would just take it home and smothered it in uh, sriracha sauce. And that sounds even better. Yeah, hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, last, last but not last, but certainly least. I shouldn't say not least, but uh, the pumpkin spice latte taking on the mixed soup. For our listeners that are very young, the mixed soup was their attempt to like get old people to come in and drink something else that wasn't coffee, and the mixed soup was there to kind of call them. You can thank downtown New York. So, for do you one. know what style of soup it was? Was it like a chicken noodle? It was like a chicken noodle. It yeah, wasn't anything that. crazy. I'm not getting soup from McDonald's. I barely get anything from McDonald's. But are you really going to get their coffee? Is actually bomb? their coffee might be the best thing. The coffee is it's really not good, good, but it's a dollar. So, like, fuck. And you all eat burnt or fresh. It tastes the same, right? Right, yeah, because it's just piping hot. And yep. gives a fuck. Yeah. Uh, so against my best judgment, I'm going pumpkin spice latte. Okay. Yeah, I can go with that too. Uh, it's a sugar bomb, but I can tell yeah. you right now, I enjoy like one a year. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. If you have more than one, you got a problem. If I'm getting fancy. I'm going out. You know, doing the Black Friday uh, before I go to the bar and just drink because I'm not going shopping. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Or or do what I do. Drink. Before you go Black Friday shopping and have your wife drive, and then all I do is just bump into people on purpose. Oh, no. I'm looking for a PS5. Get the fuck out of my way. Like, we don't, they, this is 1999, sir. We don't even have PS5. I was like, ah, oh, this is fine. <laughs> Where you got the Furbies? <laughs> Talk to me, Tickle Me Elmo. So, we got to pit somebody against each other. So, we're going to uh, McRib versus the Grilled Stuffed Taco. Who are you going to take on that one? McRib versus the... St- Grilled stuff taco. Grilled, grilled stuff nacho. I apologize. Uh, grill, I'm going grilled stuff nacho. It's uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. McDonald's fucking sucks. I, I would agree. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, McDonald's. We, I know we're gonna lose that sponsorship money, but you blow. But Taco Bell, throw us money. I will eat your yeah. shit all day. Chicken selects versus Shamrock Shake. Shamrock Shake. For yeah. Me. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do that too uh, because I can get chicken tenders anywhere, so I don't need that shit. Uh, the queso lupa versus the one dollar grillers. This is hard now. This is very ironic because happy celebrity birthday to Shakira. <laughs> Those hips don't lie. I know you're not. I I, I know you're Brazilian. I think. I was like, why are you shouting her out right now? She it's my. It's my. It's my. Do. It's my. It's my wife's favorite celebrity. Shakira. Shakira. My wife said she'd cheat on me with Shakira. And I'd be okay to just watch. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's going to happen. Shakira, you're hot. It's double. <laughs> is a double Taco Bell round. Happy birthday to Shakira. That's our celebrity shout out for the week. And I'm taking the case of Lupa. So I ate more of those, even though the grillers were one dollar. Yes, uh, as I as I ventured on and got a job, I also ate more queso lupas than a dollar griller. So I will be with you on that one. And this is the easy one: naked chicken chalupa versus the PSL. Get definitely going naked chicken chalupa against. Oh, I don't know. Out. I was going to go PSL. I really didn't like the naked chicken. You didn't, to be honest. I, I'd go PSL. I would go naked chick naked chicken chalupa because it's a food and not a drink. Um, uh, 
I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we got the Shamrock Shake in as a drink. I was going to say that's a, the Shamrock Shake definitely is better than the pumpkin spice. Oh, hundred percent. As long as that McSoup stays dead and yeah, bad. just stay away from it. Remember okay. McDonald's did pizza for a while. Yeah, that sucked. That was terrible. That was awful. Grilled stuffed nacho versus Shamrock Shake. You motherfucker. Yep. Mm. Out of those two, I wasn't a huge fan of the grilled stuffed nacho. It was a little lazy. I'm going Shamrock Shake. I... It's very. It's so once a year. St. Patrick's Day, I get in the mood for it. It's it's a sweet treat. It's and, my sweet treat. And isn't the grill stuff nacho really just a crunch wrap supreme just turned the other way? It's a it's a it's a crunch wrap supreme mixed with like a quesadilla. So it's you, it's not So literally you can still make it on pro, your yeah. own. Oh yeah. Eh, shamrock shake. Let's go with that. Okay. We'll go shamrock shake there. Uh, and now we have uh, a showdown for the ages here because we have your beloved quesalupa. Going against the naked chicken chalupa. Don't get my breasts confused with mountains, as Shakira said. This is for Shakira. <laughs> is that how that worked out? It's for Shakira. Yeah, she said, you will not get my. Is that what the lyric? Don't confuse yeah, my like boobs that. with a mountain? Yeah, it's something like that. What is it? I'll play it for you after the thing. I, I need I need clarification. She said, don't get him confused. She's a small-breasted lady, and she's very fucking sexy. Oh, yeah. Didn't she say something about, like, don't it's like don't judge me by how I look, judge me by how I am? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you fucking so, chauvinist. No, no, no. But it was something <laughs> like, don't get my breasts confused with mountains. In her song. I'll play it for you later. Uh, she was yeah. barefoot. She was sexy. I feel like she you was shaking have her, ass. The, her whole Spotify playlist. I know Shakira's favorite. Fast food item is the yeah. quesalupa. I'm pushing it forward. Quesalupa. Yes. Quesalupa presses on because the naked chicken chalupa, if I had a choice between that and the- It was a good health food alternative, but it's but it's not- fast food. We're not into health food. So, Adam, for the win, for the championship here, it's the Shamrock Shake versus the quesalupa. Fuck you, McDonald's. I'm going quesalupa. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Fuck you, McDonald's. Yeah, so our champion is the quesalupa. So if you're For going sure. to if you're going to hunt down one of the best limited uh, editions, I haven't foods, seen that in a while. Though I don't know when they're going to. I hope it back. they bring it back. It'd be cool if they did. So it was literally like a hard show inside the chalupa shell with a shit ton of cheese in between. Yeah. Oh my god, it was good. And for a little bit, at some. Taco Bell's, they were doing like the Dorito dusted hard shell. Yeah. Metal, yeah. Yeah. Which that's what set it off. Do you know? Uh, you get a little fiery fucking taco shell yeah. inside the chalupa. Oh my God. So you can go to Sheets right now and kind of do three of those and die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three of those oh, and call your doctor. Is, uh, well, you can talk gas station food later. Gas station food. I would intense. really like to put uh just do a taste <laughs> test get go versus Sheets in this area. I think it would be a good fucking, like, get, <laughs> get some sandwiches they make in common. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get a couple meatballs, get a couple chickens, get a steak sub, and let's see what I'm down with that, do. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, over at Sheets, you can customize that uh, queso burrito any way you want to, and it ends up being, like, a queso lupa. A little bit, after yeah. A yeah. little bit. Uh, so, Adam, if you could, like, out of all these ones, if you could pick a first, second, and third place to hit. Like, if you wanted to make your, like, death row meal out of these things here, what would you pick first, yeah, second, third? Yeah, I mean, the, the the loaded grillers got it kind of fucked up uh, for me. They got they got pinned in a really tight category. The the loaded $1 grillers would actually be my third place. Okay. Um, second place would be the Shamrock Shake. And then first place is our fucking champion. Uh, I would totally take the... Uh, 
What are we, quesalupa is yeah. my first. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if I was going to make my my death row meal out of these things, I would. So my third place would be the Halloween A one Whopper because it's it's one of the biggest things on there. It's one of the best yeah. exclusive Whoppers they ever did. I agree. It just got put in this bracket against a fucking slammer uh, juggernaut. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want a pumpkin spice latte for second place because I need a liquid and I like it more than the Shamrock Shake. Sorry, you fucking suck. And then for the number one here, if I could, I think I would probably go with the um, the grilled stuff nacho because you motherfucker, it's very versatile. It is, but yeah. it's no case of lupa. It's no case of lupa, but I don't. Happy birthday, Shakira! <laughs> I don't want to eat a case of lupa because uh, I already have the A one Whopper. Shaky Bomba. She's dating a really hot soccer player, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, Lori's like, oh, I'm going to go sleep with her. And I'm like, well, I can't compete with him. Well, that means you get to have the soccer player then. Yeah. Well, he's got nice quads. Yeah, dude. I, you're, you like the, um, the he's gutters. Probably, he's probably going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like the gutters. Him and Finn Balor. Him and Finn Balor. Oh, hey, dude. You I think Lori's still getting the better deal. I'd rather be the Shakira. I don't know, though. Because if you think about it, if you look at the like a soccer player... Endurance, Finn Balor, he's got the looks. Dude, you're you're really having I'd yourself really a like time. to just have sex with my wife and Shakira. <laughs> Can I just let's just dream for a second? And we did it. Okay. That's <laughs> never gonna happen. Uh but happy birthday, Shakira. You're the best birthday today. February second, Groundhog's Day birthday. So there you go. I think she turned forty five. By the way, yeah, it's it's the first thing ever that I thought about taking out of the podcast. I'm just gonna leave the, the podcast. hottest fucking milk. <laughs> Shakira, does she have a kid? I think so. Does she have a kid? I think so. Yeah. If you want to just keep talking about McDonald's, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about Shakira, talking about McDonald's. She's gotta have a kid. I would think so. You gotta pass those jeans on. Well, she also seems very unlike mild. my vasectomy. You gotta pass those jeans on. <laughs> I feel like she's very motherly too. She'd be a good mom, so why wouldn't you? Why would like you, you wanted to pass on your good hair, yeah, so you did. Yeah, definitely. Good, good move. Yeah, and your wife's good looks. And uh, oh, absolutely. But, but for me, it was like uh, for me, it was just hair. Lori's beautiful, but like I'm a fucking blob of shit. Yeah, she turned forty five today. Okay. What was I looking up? Kids. Oh. Yes, she has children. Oh. Multiple too. I, yeah, I would say I think she definitely have kids. She's very motherly. Yeah, I feel yeah, like she's yeah. very. She's got the badonka donk milf butt. <laughs> what? I don't desire that. I just love big butts. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but if you can say milf, it kind of turns it into how a, many? It puts it in a different category on Pornhub. Can I? <laughs> can I ask you how many beers did you have before I came here? Three. Three. But None of them were under 7%. I was going to ask. And two of them were over 10%. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about big old butts. Yes. Well, Shakira is one of my favorite big old butts. So, like, Shakira is one of my favorite. Uh, Shakira is right behind my wife. See, I'm not that drunk. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Shakira is behind your wife for me, too. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Adam. Speaking of beers, speaking of drinking them, what's on tap? Oh, we're at the end already? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got some changes this week. We have a little bit of the bubbly Bellini Brut IPA on tap number one, which is still here from last week, 8.4%. It's whittling down. Get it now. 
Uh, new to the tap system, crushed by the fist of God. It's ready. It's raring. It's in bottles. It's on tap. It's up front here. 11.5 smoked Russian Imperial Stout. It's got beech wood. It's got a little bit of uh, wildflower honey in it. It is golden. We tried it in round one. Listen to our yeah. review. Uh, number Tap number three, we have the Honey Cranberry Groot Ale. It's 7.2. It is running low. And on tap number four, the Gingerbread Stout. Probably out by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's getting drinking up this week. Coming in at 7.5. But if you really want some, hit me up. I'll let you know. And then we still have the barley wine in a, in a couple bottles. I think we have four bottles left that are unclaimed. Yeah. Um, so if you want them, hit me up. Yeah. And that's what we got. Yeah. And then, of course, you're going to be able to find us at the uh, Best Brunch Ever yes. on May 14th. And then you're going to find us at the Brews and Bruises Festival in, on June 9th, I think it is. June 4th. Fourth, June fourth, uh, yeah. So we have those two festivals coming up, and that kicks off Bash Brew uh, Beer Fest Tour twenty twenty two, starting off early this year. Yes, uh, usually we do Rhapsody and Brew, but unfortunately that didn't happen this year. Um, yeah, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Hopefully, great festival. Um, so if you want to know what's going on with Adam down here in the brew level, just found him uh, bat, at Bash underscore Brew on all social media, it's Facebook and Instagram. He's also on Untapped, uh, and also slide into those DMs if you want some of these beers. And we have a new Gmail, bashbrewbeer at gmail.com. So oh, if you yeah. want anything, email us there. Website coming soon, hopefully. Um, and there's also talks about uh, uh, brewery for, uh, brewing, for, brewing Up a Cure is coming okay. back this October. Cool. Um, so no date yet, but talks are in the works. It's definitely going to happen in October. Uh, we're looking at late October for nice. right now. Um, so just keep an eye out. I know that's way in advance, but new it's coming back and it's one of my favorite festivals yeah. and it's for a good cause. So absolutely yeah, put yeah. it on your calendars. Cool. Yeah. I love going there, man. That was a great yeah, time. One of those late October Saturdays. It's definitely going to yeah, be, yeah. Uh, it, hits, it hits really well too. It's right in the, right in the beginning of hockey season. Everything, everyone's yeah. kind of a buzz in the city. It's really nice. Absolutely. And if you know what's going on with me and Adam down here, uh, the boys down here in the Jojatorium, just follow us at decay and WTV on all social media. It's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now YouTube. Uh, we have our clips there. They're going to be going there. We're going to have our uh, full episodes going there and maybe some other little behind the scenes things as well. Um, so check us out there. Of course, subscribe, follow us, share us, do whatever you can do to help us out. Of course, when you subscribe, it does nothing for you and everything for us. Um, so from more, and I should say too, listener polls happen every Tuesday. I should have said that at the very beginning when we started this back over, but hey, every Tuesday. So from where we are here in the Jojitorium, right before the snowstorm of the century to wherever you guys are listening to this podcast until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs>